Hi guys, thank you for choosing the Braden Anderson and Chase Quambury Garage Cast. We're here with uh, Jordan Wagner today as a special part of the show. Yeah, what up? And uh, we're just going to be talking about some new subjects happening uh, um. either in our community or uh, around the area. And the first one we'd like to bring up today is, uh, well, the transgender thing that Donald Trump just did. That's uh, a good thing to bring up. Chase Quambury, if you want to just give a bit of an explanation on what that is. Uh, so basically today Donald Trump has announced that He's rejecting any more offers for transgender people to join the military. He says it's nothing personal against them. It's just the fact that he doesn't believe they're capable of uh, fighting alongside the brave men and women. So, like, the problem with that, I think, is to be honest, like, in a war, you're going to want more bodies to be helping you win that war. So why would he deny having people like that in in his battle? Yeah. Well, the question comes down to, is it biased or is it bigoted, right? Or, uh, you know, is it not coming to the defense of LGBTQ people? Um, that's the real question as well. And the, the amount of bodies out on the field or whatnot, I still think he has a point in saying that these people, they uh, they have more baggage than, like, But, like, like the Navy, Navy SEALs, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, the Navy SEALs, you see them... Quality over quantity. Damn right. Is how he's going... But you see that Navy SEAL who's trying to defend the transgender women, and it's like he fought as a man, and now he's like a woman. But I don't understand the whole the whole thing of that. It's like well, you're saying he's he, because he became a, a transgender after service. He has yeah. no right in putting input on. But it's like even with a transgender person, it's like you're still walking into the battlefield with a penis. So that's still essentially making you a man. I, I don't understand the whole fact of, like, paying for surgeries for these people. It's like, why would the military ever pay well, for yeah, a surgery for these that's, people? Uh, that's what a big thing he said was that the reason he's doing it is because of medical costs and uh, hassle and administrative stuff, whereas it's a man or a woman, they both are treated differently in the military. Now what do you do when you have a whole other basically race added in or a, basically a new human added into that factory? Well, then we end up like the Roman uh, Empire. How? We end up having people that, that aren't strong enough to fight in the co- fight for the country. We end up having people that are just weighing down the economic values of the country because they all need special requests, and they don't really care about that certain thing. Like, like tell me right now, do you know anybody that would even know somebody, that would know somebody, that even knows somebody that's in the army and is transgender? I wouldn't. Until, you wouldn't? Until, uh, you know, Obama and Trudeau basically made it a thing that you could be transgender in in the army, I think it was better before they even brought that up because if you were transgender, you would just say you were a man or a woman based on the fact that you were doing it because the military only allowed two genders. You could still have your own rights and beliefs, but as a Canadian soldier or an American soldier before, you had to identify as a man or a woman. They threw in this whole other thing to the mix. Trump's basically just saying, you know what, fuck it. We're gonna go back to where it was a little more simple and uh, we're just going to take it back a step. I don't think that's a bad idea. And I mean, if you're relating it to the Roman Empire, I don't know too much about that, but I know basically they became weak and they, they let others topple their uh, empire. Which maybe maybe he doesn't want that to happen. He thinks they're weak people. I don't think that. I actually don't think he needed to do this. But he's the president, and at the end of the day, um, he can do what he wants. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, I think the the new rule or whatever it's sh- it's kind of stupid. Like, I think if you're gonna 
fight, you can fight. Like that's that's just mad respects. Any who like whoever you are. So yeah, like overall, I don't agree. See, the problem is, the problem with all of this is the fact that like people in the LGBTQT community have now taken something that was a basic lifestyle choice and something that really only mattered to them because nobody has a problem with it. I, I myself am a supporter of that kind of stuff. But it's like, it's the fact of when you're in the streets, bleeding out in the street, and you're hurting people, you're, you're blocking people from getting to their jobs every day, all because you just want to show off to people yep. that, that you have chosen this. And to be honest, nobody cares. And nobody cares in a, in a good way. Yeah. Go home and do you your own what? thing. That's a very true statement because nobody does care. Back, you go 40 years ago, people cared in a weird way. When you had religious people running the country, it was like the devil to be a faggot. And, but anyways, or to be gay, sorry, the more politically correct term. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no. That's terrible. Well, we edit that out. <laughs> I'm gonna edit out the the faggot part, but I'm not gonna edit out the. Are we editing that out part? Anyways, anyways, what I'm saying is now we've became the pendulum has swung a bit more to where at least they can have these things, but I think in a way they become so centered on their beliefs and opinions that they've almost become what they're fighting against. When they had this pride parade in Toronto, and I'm no fan of police, but they said, okay, if you're a gay police officer, you can't come. Now, isn't that completely doing what they say is wrong? Isn't that being discrimi discriminating? I think that comes back to what you're saying, is that they're being too loud with it. They're trying to make too much of a statement, when in reality, we really don't have anything against them. We just want it to be, uh, you know, kind of kept on the down low a little bit. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's like, yeah, I could agree with that. You just got a lot of people out here trying to act as if there's there's something special, and in reality, they just aren't. Yeah. They're, they're just like themselves. Let them be themselves. You know, there's people out there that way back in the day used to stone people, and a lot of the problem is that people are taking the, the like, what do you, the, the specialties and the... Uh, the allowments of what Western culture provides to people. Because people seem to think freedom of speech is now like an every kind of person right. Mm -hmm. When in reality, most countries out here aren't even allowing it. Like I just recently heard in the news that the Chinese president actually censored Winnie the Pooh because he was being compared to Winnie the Pooh. Really? Did you hear about this? I didn't hear about he that. He censored it. Now, if you post a single photo of Winnie the Pooh on any Chinese kind of uh, social media in China, that it will be immediately removed from the internet. No comment. <laughs> That's like what the Chinese people say, man. No comment. I don't want to get lynched in the street. Exactly, man. I don't want to get lynched. Is, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that. It's good to live here. We've got a terrible prime minister, but uh, Justin Trudeau is is like the worst person I've no, ever seen in my well, life. That isn't even a debate. But we don't live in a place where you you can't post certain things. You know, you're trying your best to. Uh, have your own opinions and your own beliefs and at the end of the day we can all disagree but uh, we live in a good country and the same with the states you know there's a group over there that is very against what trump's done and there's probably a group that's very for it now who's the person that's going to say who is right nobody right nobody is going to be able to say your opinion's right your opinion's wrong it doesn't happen like that so there's probably good things to it and there's probably bad things to see, it. see the problem is 
everyone is taking everything Donnie does and just looking at, at the cons of what his presidency Damn has straight. done. Damn Donnie straight. has done a lot of good things, like dropping immigration or illegal immigration. Illegal, Sorry, yeah. I almost made a fake news kind <laughs> of comment. <laughs> But uh, illegal immigration is now currently down, saving taxpayers more than a billion dollars every year. Well, he's cutting the deficit too. And he's and he's he's cutting the deficit, balancing the books. That that's more than most presidents have done. Yeah. And I think that's that comes back to the balance of good and evil almost. When it re- it really isn't good and evil, but to have two parties making decisions in a in a in a presidency like that or a government like that always makes one side the progressive side progress yeah. things while allowing the old fashioned side to polish things and bring it back to to the rights and, and bring it back to the way the country is meant to run. True. That just goes to show that democracy is a sham, really. In reality, it's a safe play that keeps us kind of, you know, safe, non-communism, non-dictatorship. Um, but at the end of the day, you're still going to get two parties fighting and never making real progress. See, and that's why I like Canada more. Because with, with the states, you've now got, what is it, the Tea Party? That is now making its its more public debut as being the third party now being offered in Canada. It's you an see offset a, of the Republican. Well, party. yeah, in Canada you see like a lot more a lot more choice. You, you've got the NDP to vote for. You've got uh, what is it? You've got the NDP to vote for. You've got the Liberals to vote for. The Conservatives to vote for. Green Party. The Green Party to vote for. Quebecois. And the Quebecois, which yeah, nobody and likes the, the Quebecois. Reform Party. Well, not really. You don't really see them uh, up in up in arms or nothing. Yeah, well, they're not. They don't have any seats either eh, in the house, but uh, they're not. They're not anywhere near where the conservatives or the liberals are. It's not his thing. It's not his thing. But yeah, so like, I don't know. Like Justin Trudeau has recently been pictured on the Rolling Stones with uh, a bunch of comments of of people going on about wanting to switch him for Donald Trump. And that's just something that I just don't that's understand. What they said. Oh yeah, the, the Rolling Stone put a comment on there that said uh, Trump, Canada can have Trump, and they'll have Justin Trudeau. We'd love it. I'd love it. I don't think Trump's the best. I think he's crooked like all of them. But but you got to look at the pros, him. man. Yeah, I agree with Stephen his. Harper balanced the books when he was here. As much as a bad person that he was, and like, but look at Dalton McGinty. Dalton McGinty literally caused just continued continuously problems. For, for the entire province of Ontario. Yeah, well, it comes down to it. What do you believe in, right? Conservatives or liberals? And there's going to be crooked bastards on each side. Um, but you got to, at the end of the day, vote on what you think is going to best represent you. And we've been unrepresented with liberals. Well, the pa- most of this area is like 99% conservative. Damn right. Which is why I don't get why there was such a backlash towards Kathleen Wynne and what she was saying. You mean Kelly Leach? Or sorry, Kelly Leach. Kelly Leach. Sorry, they both look the same. <laughs> they are the same. <laughs> one's blue, one's red. Oh my gosh. But, uh, yeah, you know. And getting back down to the local basics and stuff like that, the new leadership in Stainer, where, where this podcast is currently being recorded, if we have any international listeners, it's, uh, it's being recorded in Stainer, Ontario, a small little town here in Canada. And uh, we recently got a new mayor who's a little bit more progressive in terms compared to the old guy we used to have, uh, Ken Ferguson, who was a little bit more laid back and letting things stay the way they are, which, you know, wasn't too bad. Maybe well, he, he didn't let anything happen. You yeah. Know, if you wanted to build some shit, you wanted to get something done, 
you wanted to build a you know commercial or you wanted to build residential industrial it took an arm and a leg to get anything done uh this new mayor he's sort of starting to get things rolling where you know there's that new township going in the Nottawasaga station that's going to bring our taxes down because they'll have to pay higher taxes the developers um and and you know that's that's good stuff and I, I don't mind the mayor. You know, I met him a couple of times. He's a good guy. I'd love Chris? to get him on the show. Yeah, Chris. Chris would be great to have on the show. Uh, I met him at the uh, graduation, yeah. and I met Kelly Leach at the graduation. And uh, both of them are real nice people. Uh, Chris uh, Chris has been creating the bus route and stuff like that. I just keep seeing more and more change in the town here. And we've had the, uh, the big restaurant there tore down. Finally, the garage has been torn down after mm-hmm. years and years. And... Uh, they got the ground treated of all the oil, and they were going to build some new commercial spaces there. I've never seen a guy who's been able to keep things and hold them down as well as moving things forward. So Chris has been a great Libraries new leader for this town. Library's going into the arena. Library's going into the arena. Mm-hmm. There's a new library, so things are rolling good. And They're uh, putting a library in the arena. Yeah, in the hall there. Which is kind of actually stupid, if you think about it. That's what I'm... like. I'm. Are, are you sure about oh that? Oh yeah, that's where it's going. Uh, you know, it's kind of a weird spot, but I guess they're banking on maybe more houses being built in those backfields sometime. Well, I guess hockey players like to read, you know? Yeah, fuck. Shoot maybe. puck and... Fuck. Yeah, well, um, let's see what else is going on in the world, man. Yeah, we're just gonna... So, uh, in recent news, we've had movies coming out like uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Valerian, um... Dunkirk, other movies like that. So what I gotta ask both of you guys is, uh, what kind of movies do you guys like? That was a big introduction, just to state that question. But since you're asking, uh, I'm into the type of flicks, you know, that I can just watch with my chick. Uh, Porn flicks? Yeah, ones with boobies and shit. You know, I don't know. <laughs> boobies? What are those? Uh, yeah, watch the Discovery Channel, kids. <laughs> Speaking about the Discovery Channel, uh, there was that recent video we have of uh, Michael Phelps racing a shark. Did anybody see that? No. It's a part of the Shark Week thing. They made a whole hour-long uh, introduction about it, about uh, Michael Phelps supposedly going to race a shark, and he ends up getting right to the last 15 minutes of the show where they decide to announce that it actually isn't going to be a race of a shark. It's actually a CGI animated him swimming in water next to a green screen, essentially. Oh, so they tricked you. So they tricked you to make oh, 56 uh, minutes worth of advertising off you. What a joke, eh? Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, Disney, or sorry, not Disney, Discovery Channel, I find, has gone to the shitter. It's, it's an absolutely terrible channel. The, 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 the 30 people that they got to, to tune into that and fall asleep are, are the 30 people they only have. Yeah. Well, like, Shark Week used to be big. Yeah. Like, t- tell me right now, have either of you watched Discovery Channel in the last year? No. I used to. Jordan? Discovery Channel? Nah. No, I don't even get cable, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he lives out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, whatever happened to cable, I... I it's it's expensive. I got Simpsons. I, I got Netflix and my PS4, and that's all I need. No more, you know. Like you look at Rogers and stuff like that right now, and like, like they're just trying to up, 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 up cable packages to to, to prices that middle middle class families and lower class families just can't afford. Well, the thing is too, you know, people want cable. They want to watch the hockey game. They want to watch the news. They want to watch. There's certain channels, but in Canada, you, uh, you you have to buy certain packages that include channels that you don't want to watch, and by doing that, that costs a lot of money. 
in the states you can buy channels individually if they could do that they would save a lot of people switching to things like netflix or like a playstation so you know what I, you know what i think it is what I, I don't think it's people wanting cable i think it's people wanting tv channels Certain i think channels. it's just tv like people, people don't want cable. When people used to be able to get bunny rabbit ears on their TV and get CBC with Hockey Night in Canada on it, and to be able to get a channel for your local news and stuff like that, that was great. People didn't have to pay for that. And then, then TV somehow went from being something like radio. Radio now, you 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 could pretty much receive a radio signal into your brain almost. It's so easy to access. Mm-hmm. TV TV went from being free media. For people to be able to listen, for people to be able to hear the words of, of news channels and stuff like that, to becoming some sort of an, an um, uh, amenity, is a luxury a, is for that people. A bad thing? I think it's a bad thing. Why? Well, because radio, radio exists for people to listen to music and have a good time and hear their local news. And TV was created as that. It's the same thing with radio. No, they're Sirius not. XM. Nobody buys Sirius. Man, Sirius is huge. Nobody, nobody has forced people to buy Sirius, though. Yeah, every car you buy nowadays. Has no, it's Sirius. not forced. Mm, most people get the free trial, thirty-day trial. Yeah, free trial is totally different. Yeah, but they're here, making here. bank. This dude. is what I'm trying they're to say to you. Bank. Okay, you have to buy Sirius now because I took all the other radio channels off the air. Okay, you can still have satellite. No. Yeah, you can. No. You can get satellite. No, I'm trying to tell you right now that compared to being in a Toyota Yaris or something like that that has a little FM antenna on it that can receive all the radio channels locally, I'm going to make sure none of those can broadcast locally. They all have to broadcast on Sirius XM, and you now are forcefully being paid for that so that's service. Cable. So that's cable. Yeah. And you're trying to say that, that, that radio has somehow uh, is somehow the same as cable, when it isn't. Um, I'm saying that radio has two different types of radio. Which cable doesn't? TV has two different types. No. Yeah. Satellite radio. Do you know what satellite radio is? But that's not TV. Yes, it is. Your satellite radio is not TV. No, satellite TV. But you, you that's those are those channels. are two those are two paid services. We're talking about two different tiers here. We're talking about free and paid. And TV does not have the free, free tier. Satellite's not free. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Or sorry, not satellite. Uh, oh fuck me! What's what's it called? Well, you just have uh, the signal straight from your TV. You can't. That's what I was trying to say. No, the bunny rabbit ears you can't do anymore, man. Bunny rabbit ears have been extinct. I'm certain you can. St- you, you can can't. still get channels. You can't. Cable okay. TV has taken my, all of them off. I was in my RV driving to Florida or something. We were in Walmart. That's channels. a different story. That's a different. We're talking Why? about the Canadian television market. We're not no, talking no. about American television no, even market. If you're in, even if you're in Canada, you still get some channels. Like what? Uh, the news, local channels. Yeah, you there's get you get one channel. There's a difference, man. HBO and CTV. There's a difference. One's a locally broadcasted thing. So if you're in that area, you can still get that through. Um, and you can't get global news anymore. I used to have an antenna at the side of my house here that was able to get three channels. Yeah. I was able to get CBC and A channel, which is now CTV, and I was able to get uh, global news. All in clear color. Now you know what I was able to get with bunny rabbit ears? CTV. I'm not denying there's less choice because it's obviously all switched over to cable. No, but what I'm trying to say is that cable has forced people to pay for that service because there's nothing else. Okay, I own I own Rogers. All right. I do too. I'm I'm no I'm saying I'm the CEO. Okay. And I come to your house and I say, "Oh, you don't like the cable? Okay. Cancel your subscription. We'll be on our way." 
there's the difference, eh? That's free market. You can complain all you want, because I complain all the time about prices and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we just don't have to use their service. But They're not forcing us to use it. What else are you going to watch on TV? No. Other, other than the internet. Other than the internet. Nothing. So that's, I'm, I'm an 80-year-old yeah. person, okay? And I used to just watch my three channels. And now you're telling me that I, I can just quit cable and have something else to watch. I don't think it's the company's fault. I think it's the company's fault. I don't Rogers, think ever Rogers made sure to make all channels digital to force people to switch over to those services. So you wouldn't have done that if you were the CEO of Rogers? No, I wouldn't have. Okay, but like, the free market is, is a totally different story, Chase. No, it's not. It's, like, it's exactly what we're talking about. Free market is the fact that a company can do whatever the fuck they want to do, right? Watch your language. Watch your language. Is this uh, censored? No, no, no. I just... We gotta keep it civilized right, here. I respect that. Either way, free market is exactly what we're talking about, where a consumer can be upset at the provider, but there's no laws or there's no thing tying you down to using that. That's all free market. But there That's was. The principles there that. was. What? Don't forget about the three-year contracts that Rogers forced people into. But you have to... You just don't go get this three-year contract. That's a problem, though. That's somebody forcing you to use the service without giving no. you any way to cancel that service then due to bad service. Then don't use. Then don't even use Rogers. But that was that was pretty much every single TV provider out there was don't forcing people into contracts don't use it. until the CRTC Broadcasting Council had to stand up for the working-class Canadian citizen and stop those big corporations from forcing people into contracts. I'm a believer in we can all start. Rogers companies, and if you have more CRTV fuckers going around saying, oh, CRTC. CRTC people saying, oh, you can do this, you can't do this, you can run your business like this, that's how things like weed become illegal, when you have people and government getting... Man, but, but you are, you're telling me that the that the CEO should have a direct line to screw over yes. people. And that's we, not true. And have the, direct the government exists to protect people from that no, kind of man. stuff, man. That, then you're not really a conservative. You are a consumer. And back to the original point, we're talking about how the fact that radio is not forcing people to use a service like Sirius. Well, with television, television is forcing people to use a service like cable. I you still, can I listen. You can listen to ninety-five. What is, what is a TV? A TV is, is, a, is a portal. Okay. Okay. okay same so thing as a radio. Can you, can you use a DVD player on your TV? Yeah. Can you plug in a PlayStation on your TV? Yeah. Can you plug in a Netflix box? You can plug all this stuff into a TV and still use it without using cable. So a radio isn't B101. A radio is the thing that B101 plays on. B a radio is what Howard Stern on Sirius XM plays on. So again, it just comes down to free market is exactly what we have. And basically Rogers is using every good and every bad fucking trick in that book. Now, your opinion is that you want a free market where you can have Rogers, but you want them only to be good. Now, in this world, there's good and evil, man. So, if Rogers was just to be good, hey, I'd love that as well. And, they, you know, they gave options and it was cheaper and it was better for people, but it, it just won't happen. 
in a world where you even have a Rogers. But to ruin the like the middle class family and to charge them with with fees going upwards of a hundred dollars, because most of those contracts have promos that last for maybe six months or a year, and you're forcing somebody into three years, which is obviously more than the contract. And I agree with what you're saying to the point where people to sign such contracts are completely dumb. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that that's their news source. That's all they have. They have to figure out what's going on in their community. They have to figure out what's going on in the area. It's exactly what they need. Radio still exists for that, but like to force people to have their only TV news to be paid for is just completely inconsiderate. And it's like putting a gun up to somebody and, and pointing them in a direction and giving them no other option but to go forward. I hate to be even more free market, but doesn't that really just dis- doesn't that really just describe? the need for the free market, both good and bad, because if you didn't have that free market, you wouldn't even have Rogers to enjoy or to even know about needing, because we do need it. They, they've made it so um, ingrained in us that we do need it. And it's very hard for people not to have it. You don't have to have it. You do but have I, to have it, though. Tell me, like, do you listen to the news? On, on the radio, on the radio. I gotta be honest, I do. Every day of my life. You do? Every day. Now, now, is that because somebody's playing it on a speaker system somewhere in a restaurant or something like that? Driving to work. Or do you, you specifically turn on a yeah. radio station and listen? No, no, I don't specifically turn on a radio station. When I go to work, it just happens that all of the radio stations are talking about the news and the weather and this and that. So I actually get a lot of my news from the radio. Now, nowhere near what you get from a phone. Nowhere near what you get from a fucking cable TV. But there still is there. But here's the thing. What if radio one day decided to get up and make everyone pay for serious satellite radio? The radio. To make people pay for radio. Just like people have to pay for cable. Would you still be defending the position you are currently on? That's a tough question. So now, now I'm taking away your privilege to even listen to the radio so and, what, and wait, tell you news. So Sirius XM bought the rights to... Um, like FM, AM radio. Is that what you're saying? So, so, no, no, is that what you're saying, though? Is that... That's pretty much. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get into more of a technical term. Okay. So, so with things like uh, cable TV, uh, the reason that we no longer receive things over the uh, rabbit ears is because channels went from being analog, which is able to be received by uh, rabbit ears, to becoming digital, which is all over cable and, and requires encoders exactly and such. So now for. if we're taking something like uh, radio which used to be on a frequency band that used to be broadcast out of a tower somewhere. FMAM, isn't that? FMAM, yeah. And then we make it into something that now has to have a satellite dish or have some sort of special receiver to get it. Now you can't have radio. You don't have cable TV either. Now you have no source for news. Well, I understand your original point a lot better now because you found the word I was looking for. Analog. You're saying there's no more analog in the world. There's no... Analog is being slowly made extinct to be replaced with 100%. digital. 100%. Yeah. But you can't say that, that analog isn't around. Because now that I remember, like, I go up to my cottage or something there, and there's an analog TV. No Rogers, no anything. So you still are using that. I think it's that they've evolved. And as they evolve more and more, and they get more powerful, and everything's more owned by them, 
then there's an issue, for sure. I agree with you on that. But the problem is, when you went up to your cottage yeah. in, in 2003 or 2006, sorry. Everything was analog. Everything was analog, and you had more than just that one news channel to watch from. For sure. You, you had local news from around here, and you had news with Global. And, and now you're being stuck and forced to just local news. You're being stuck to just that. So what happens is, though, that these Rogers buy the rights to the frequency. That's what they do, eh? Like, that's how... I'm guessing that's... I shouldn't say that. It, I'm it's guessing not, that's how they do it. And so Sirius XM can do the same thing. It's not the right to the frequency. Huh. It's not rights to a frequency. It's paying channels premiums and, allow, and giving them more ad receivership... Uh, by making them switch to digital to to assen- essentially say that you're going to have a higher audience, make more money, and have more viewers. So so companies like Global moved over to cable TV because they knew that Rogers could offer them higher ads mm. and more access and pay mm. them more. Well, there was companies out there Basically that... Basically buying. Yeah, buy, yeah, buying them out. Buying them much out. more... He yeah. explained it a lot more there, which makes sense. And then you have companies like A-Channel, which rest in peace A-Channel, right, yeah. that used to fight because they wanted to get the news to people. They wanted people to see that. And they, they didn't care about money. And they fought and they fought and they fought until they had to close CTV? down their entire radio CTV station button? and became CTV2. Well, the news was better then, eh? Sure. A channel posted about stuff like dogs and cows. Now we listen to global news talk about Justin Trude- Justin Trudeau's six pack. Mm-hmm. Like I care huh. about that. Yeah, it has changed. And and here's a part where I, I guess I'll really agree with you. It, you could also say the same thing for the internet. Anytime there's something that people are using or there's a, there's a signal being sent out, which is like TV, there's more and more control. Eh, more less people own more of it. And it's the same with the internet, how they're trying to neutralize the internet, net neutrality. Net neutrality. Yeah. Yep. And it's the same thing. And I don't agree with it. I honestly don't. Because now that I'm thinking about it, I don't agree with it. I, I really don't. But you can't have these things without those cons. Do you see what I'm saying? Because if you didn't even have a free market in the first place, you wouldn't be able to have a bad company or have a good company. Now, so what do you do? Do you take the free market away? Well, you're not taking the free the market away. Let any of the government regulate all it? Is that what you do? It's regulation. That's what it's supposed to be. That's why government collects taxes. The government is a shield protecting you from corporations pretty much screwing you over. I was going to use more of a vulgar term there, but I'm not. Pretty much screwing over people and forcing them to do things that they never wanted. I should have the decision as somebody paying for that service with Rogers to decide whether or not I want to cancel it or keep it. Mm. I shouldn't be forced into a three-contract term or pay high premiums to leave that contract. Have you ever seen a political compass? Those memes? Oh, like left authoritarian uh, authoritarian and right authoritarian. If we did a chart here, uh, basically a T-chart, it's basically like a T-chart, We'd both be on the right side. We agree. See how we agree on the issue, but we think that there's two solutions to it. You think more government would protect it. I think less government would protect it. So that's where we, we agree on the issue. We just don't agree on the solution, which is better than not agreeing on anything because people could at least agree on certain things, you know. You wouldn't have a lot of the problems we have today. So you see, the, the problem is that there's no competitive pricing up here. 
that all these people are yeah. following the same straight line, charging the exact same thing. You go to the states, and you have companies down there offering unlimited data to people. Up here, to go over data is like paying substantial amounts of money. It's like paying off your your home almost. But people are getting data overcharges of more than a hundred dollars. Well, in the states, you've got unlimited data. And you've got uh, you've got more calling, more calling to other countries, and significant better uh, better ven- benefits. And then you've got cable companies and stuff down there like Time Warner that are offering much much better discounts, more access. But but the question is, why has Canada not moved up to that step? Do you remember when Verizon wanted to come to Canada? Do you remember that about five years ago, six yep. years ago? I, I basically, if we go back and we read what happened. It would basically prove one of us completely right and completely wrong because it was either the government decided that Verizon couldn't come to Canada or it was the companies that like voted that they couldn't. So you see what I'm saying? If it's the if it's one of the two, it proves one of us right. And if we had have had Verizon come in, so whoever blocked that, fuck them. They're actually the problem, you know. They're the reason why Verizon didn't come here and didn't offer all these lower prices, you know, more data for less. Uh, they would have been great to have over here, but we kind of screwed that up a little bit. And I think if you let those companies come in and there's more competition, that's when the free market really works well. It's not when there's Rogers and Bell, because then they're just competing against each other. And they're all following the same line. Damn right. You've got to have more people in that market participating and making more strategic kind mm-hmm. of... Uh, pricing on packages like there's companies out here like rogers that are charging people for for uh, phone plans that that don't need to be that high and there's companies out here like kudo mobile which are standing in the darkness here giving people cheaper amounts on uh, plans and those companies are just starting to make it over here they're just starting to, to compete in that and i think w- with phone companies and stuff like that they're getting a little better we're getting a couple more companies over here starting to show some differences, but with cable companies, it's just so difficult to get a start over here because Rogers is dominating the market. Are we going to be watching TV in 20 years? Well, Rogers tried to say that. Remember, show me. Not just TV. Uh, not just cable and Rogers. Forget Rogers. Like it's. I'm saying TV. Are you going to have a TV in your house in 20 years, or is there going to be a different? His TV, which all that runs it, you know, PlayStations he run on. He, uh, he so so, you're, so you're not talking about getting rid no. of the channels. We're talking about getting rid of the physical TV yeah, device. Yeah, which also would include no more PlayStations or even maybe computers for that matter. Are we well, you can't get rid of computers. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying computers because a computer is different than a screen. A screen is how you see what's running in the computer. Are we going to see a world that is screenless and it's like things are more immersive and more virtual reality and... Uh, projections and stuff. Do you think we're going down that route where even Rogers is going to be gobbled up by something bigger? Now, because of the free market. Now, like, I I don't think we're ever going to journey significantly far away from screens. With the way VR technology is looking right now, I don't think it's going to be possible. VR is is nowhere near where it should be at. You can get a a computer monitor, a computer TV that shows crystal clear image. You got to admit, what would you rather look at, a 4K TV UHD or a VR reality headset that gives you headaches and pains after two hours? Oh, oh fuck. 100% I'd rather watch a crystal clear TV. And that's what it's going to come down to. See, the problem is it's getting away from the cable television. And Rogers keeps trying and trying and trying to do that mm-hmm. with, with trying to release things like Show Me, 
which was an absolute complete disaster. But that was their try. That was them trying to get away from something that is now having to get specific wires installed to to going down to something that runs off one platform and can be accessed by a simple URL on the internet. Yeah, you know, really. It- they're basically the same thing as cable. It's like having to watch Netflix on cable. That defeats the whole purpose of having Netflix. Show Me was so stupid. You know, everybody who had Show Me had Netflix already, and they would just watch Netflix. Yeah. So it, that's what I'm trying to say, though, man, is, you know, these cable companies, as much as you think right now they're the top dogs, something will gobble them up bigger and better and something you can't even believe. But what I'm saying is that I think, I think they're planning for that. I think they're, they're I think they're job, trying like to think ahead. Said. They're not doing a good job. No. But I think they're trying to to go ahead and think of something that that can fix all this problem for them. And, and another thing that, that I totally don't agree with is the whole bell thing. Like What's having that? a satellite, man. I I do not get the purpose of a satellite unless you're living in a rural area where you're living on a farm with barely barely access to running water and barely access to electricity, <laughs> having a satellite in an urban area is by far probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, nobody really has them anymore. Well, well there, I was have- a, there was a boom um, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. People were getting satellite dishes because you could actually get certain channels you couldn't get on cable. You could also get, you could like buy movies and shit. Back in the day on satellite, I remember being like five years old and renting movies. Uh, Rogers has all done that now, though. Yeah, but they brought that on-demand thing through cable, which was kind of an interesting thing on its own. Rogers owned the, the cable sector. It was more Bell running the satellites. But as people kind of started getting movies, you know, on Netflix or iTunes and this and that, their whole gains they made in that area were basically gone by something bigger, or not bigger, but better and more efficient. I think the world just wants to get more efficient. So maybe we're just going to get tired of screens. Maybe we're going to get so sick and tired of seeing them, somebody's going to have to make a good VR. They're going to have to make a good um, projection type thing. Well, that just, comes, that just comes down to taking away something without a substitute again. And that just ends yeah. up ruining the country. Yeah, it's the same Th- That's like people out there screaming for renewable energy, acting as if somehow there's there's something out there for people to fill their cars up with. Like the uh, Canadian government right now creating carbon tax to tax people for using gas. Like there is some other kind of, of suitable replacement for that. Do you know that. how long you have to have a satellite, an average satellite dish amount on your home? So say uh, Bobby, Joel, he goes and gets a satellite fit for his house sorry not a satellite a solar panel do you know how long you need to have that before you even see your investment back more than eight years 20 years dude that's the average amount a lot of these solar city companies and stuff when it was really hot like five years ago when they were promising everybody could get rich off it people realize you can't man like the sun doesn't shine as much as you want it to think and in reality it's taking people so many years to uh, to even make their money back, and so like you say, it's not it's not very uh, what's the word practical. When we live in a country that has the second largest and the best oil in the world, you know, it's it's I, unrealistic to even think we can just I gotta transfer admit, over to clean energy. I gotta admit that oil will eventually run out, and it's a sad thing to say. We will run no. into oil one day, and, and we will need to what find about, something to replace that. What about the eighties though? When you can even go back, all these environmentalists, who I think a lot of them are really good people and they really actually care about the environment, but I think there's some other bigwigs in there that actually don't. They're more about money. 
back in the 80s, man, they were saying that <coughs> Canada, America, we were going to run out of oil in 10 years. I forget which oil company it was, but it was one of the big ones anyways. They striked this huge oil field like out in Texas or something. And it started all the Texas oil fields. And this whole boom, they said it's going to last for another 250 years. So I think there's a lot of people that say oil is going to go. But I think there's so much that we haven't found. I really don't think it's anything we have to worry about. But least. the problem is with population con- uh, continuing to go up, mm. the those spots where there's unfound oil aren't going to be accessible. You're, you're not going to start an oil wow, field yeah. in the middle of downtown Toronto, right even if that. there's oil there. So we're running out of the spots where oil is because it's being overtaken by development, and the spots where the oil hmm. is is running out. Hmm. We're running out of oil. We're running out of accessible oil. I would oil. say that, yeah. Excessive oil? Accessible oil. Yeah, but you go with those oil sands. There's nothing out there. there. There's nothing out there, and they still have... Yeah, man, but when you when you continue days. to increase immigration, oh, and, and more and more people continue to be birthed out every single day, development is getting closer and closer to that spot. Well, immigration. No. Look at Canada's Wonderland. Yeah. Canada's Wonderland chose his position in an old dairy farm area because he knew that being there would give him a lot of space to expand. Because hmm. when, when he started out there, there was nothing. It was completely empty. And now every single day we look as the city of Toronto and slowly encroaches on his yeah. uh, position, causing his tax dollars to go higher and higher and higher and making it more expensive for him to run that park and making him run out of space to do his promise, like he said, to get, uh, make a new ride every year. Oh, he has no longer any room. This is the kind of like rural versus urban debate. Yeah. You, you, you're running out of space to, yeah. to have things like this operate. Well, you know, there's something about real estate eh, and development. I forget, I forget who I read this or I saw this somewhere. Some real rich dude, anyways. And he goes, if there's anything in this life that I've found more of a guarantee than anything, it's real estate and development. Now, I didn't really understand what that meant, but, I, you know, I search it up, eh, and I look at home prices. They always rise, always rise, always rise. They always keep going. Land value goes up because it's exactly what you're saying. There's less space. So when you have less space, things naturally cost more. But anyways, you know, that's the problem. It's it's cheap money. It's quick money for these big developers. And they're going to do it till there's nowhere fucking else to be built. And unfortunately, that causes a lot of encroachment. And it really does screw up our natural resources. And you, our, and you see, forest. the problem is... When those scientists made, or, or the environmentalists, made those assumptions way back in mm. the 80s, population wasn't going the way it is. On average, every Canadian family owns one and a half cars. That means every Canadian family owns at least one car. Search? I want to see how much oil Canada has. Can I, you give I, it a search? I'm not, I'm not getting into statistics here with oil Canada. True. I understand that a lot of them have a lot of oil and a lot of them have a lot of money, but with population going up more than, more than we can hold with our own like food resources, more people are going to be buying a car and more people are going to be using that. And when we continue to have unsafe oil transportation spilling mm, it out into the sure. ocean, we're going to be losing more of it. Yeah. And that's just going to take away those years that we have for oil, meaning that it will eventually run out. And when it does putting a carbon tax on people to switch to things when there is no viable substitute isn't going to help. I tell you, this kind of brings me onto a topic that I was really thinking about the other day, and I watched a video on it. And uh, 
This guy is talking about why America will always be the top gun. They will always be the top dog because the amount of wars they fought in since I think it was World War II, it's just astronomical. They've been involved in every major conflict, political conflict, um, social conflict in the world. They've always been involved. And what that does is you look at a map of the world and you military bases. America has so many military bases in oil-rich nations that they've invaded for for peacekeeping reasons or this and that they go in there they take all this oil and they protect it because they know that i guess they are going to run out in your own country so that is almost a good thing you have to do it's kind of like conquering back in the day you got to conquer these places with oil oil is going to be here forever if we like it or not there's going to be wars fought over it people are always going to want oil until oil fucking runs out completely and i just don't see it running out because there's always going to be more oil man you're always going to find more oil and if if your country runs out you're going to bomb the hell out of another country that can't beat you in a war and you're going to take their oil for another 300 years or 1000 years yeah, but it's just running out man like, like con- countries continue to experiment with it and it's all in extreme ways Here's, that just cost yeah. more and more money to pull it out of the ground i don't disagree that we're running out i i, I think i'm I th- just saying we're so dependent on it that we're going to find a way to to at least invade other nations till it's completely gone. But here's a question. Do we keep using oil till the last drop is out and then we let a natural reset happen where it's like new new frontiers happen in the uh, renewable energy sources? Or should we waste money, frankly, right now when we have a perfectly cheap, safe option in oil? No, no, no. By natural re- reset, do you mean like a like an extinction chaos, event? Basically. No, no, no. Like, I'm or do you mean plunging the world into chaos economically and, and causing yes. people to be forced to find a new way? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think that's better than trying to say what Justin Trudeau says. He goes to Alberta. He goes, "We're gonna phase out the oil sands." Man, that's not that's not what you need to do. You need to wait for that shit to go out, and then. You could continue on from there and let like a natural rebalance happen. See, no, I, I don't agree with that. You don't agree with it? Why? Like, like we need to use the oil we currently have access to. But the fact of the matter saying that we should wait until we're gone and then worry about it isn't right. We should be worrying about getting a substitute right now and then switch over before we all run out of oil. Because what, what if yeah. what what if we end up pulling out all the oil and finding out that it was such a substantial part of like the Earth's crust or the Earth and in general that we end up messing up the entire chemistry of the Earth, causing it to fall out of the rotation or something? Obviously, that's, this is that's this is incredibly too, extreme. Yeah, that's way too this is incredibly extreme. But but on a smaller level, what if we end up the finding out that, that it ruins things? Yeah. We need to leave it in the earth before we end up running it bone dry and doing things like, uh, what, what is that? Where they pump water into the ground and pump it back out. What is that? Fracking. Fracking. Where, where we do things <sighs> like fracking, fracking. And, and we just ruin the ground and we ruin we ruin the places like the Amazonian rainforest. And and then we just ruin our, our world. Because at the end of the day, governments are currently trying to put carbon taxes on people that have no substitute. Mm-hmm. And we need Trump. people out here that are trying to find a substitute for that. Because to yell at a person for using something that they have no other choice of using is maniacal. What do you think about when Leonardo DiCaprio goes to Paris to talk about the you know the Paris climate agreement that Trump pulled out of? Do you remember that? 
he goes there about a year ago on a I think it was like a a 787 Boeing private jet he flies there and, and back I forget which guy it was but he goes anyways he goes uh the amount of carbon he used to go to this environmental conference and back was more than the average American would use a fucking crazy amount over, like times over, maybe 20 times over what they'd actually use in their average life. So that's where I just, I agree with you on the environment. Like, I think we need to protect our environment and stand up to these people that if they are polluting or cutting trees down or putting water in. But I think there's a whole other side of the environmental fight that is corrupt just like the oil companies and i think they use good people and they use their minds and they they trick people into thinking things see electricity was such a big thing it it was a big jump to see electric cars and stuff like that come out but it just it just isn't a solution i i I can't hop in an electric car and in in let's say toronto ontario okay and, and drive myself to florida on a single charge. I'm going to have to buy a hotel that has obviously some sort of electric car charging thing because they don't plug into a normal 12-volt wall socket. Mm-hmm. And now I have to charge my car, wait overnight, and go there. I think that's what bugs me the most about the whole, you know, environmental craze or electric cars is that we're supposed to be, like, we're supposed to be moving forward in technology. It's like what we're talking about with cable and this and that. It's all move forward to make things better for us for the most part more you know efficient and better stuff more fun this and that electric cars man they're no fun they're nothing they're boring like you say you can't even drive to florida that's going backwards with technology we need to make saving the environment cool we, we got to remember cheap and cool and fun the first electric cars came out like like those ugly smart cars yeah those two-seaters now we've moved to having bigger electric cars like the fo- one one's tesla. ford makes tesla then tesla tesla yeah, has been a revolutionary part of the fight to find a new solution but then i think the biggest technological advance that we have in that kind of field is the fusion cars yeah the ability to have a car that runs off gas and electricity, and when it runs out of electricity, it uses its gas to then charge up the electric battery. Have you, you, you you've oh, seen those, course. right? That's been around for almost longer than smart cars or you know Tesla. It's way before Tesla's yeah. time. Yeah, and th- that's that's unique. That's a step in the right direction, but at the same time, with the way that Hydro One in Canada continues Liberals, to ruin man. people Liberals. with a hundred dollar delivery charge on no milliwatts being used. That's government administration bullshit. And, and having having stuff. a CEO salary of Hydro One in Ontario being four hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year, will people have to choose between food in their fridge or, or paying their electricity bill to keep the heat on? I remember yeah. hearing over the winter that that, that an elderly couple died oh, because they couldn't pay for their gas bill. I know. That's, That's what is that? It's man, it's crazy how it comes back to our. We agree on the issue, like. Hydro One, man, it's been horrible what's going on. But I still think that CEO should make whatever the hell he wants to make. See, I, I, I don't agree with that because he isn't on a free market. He is, though. No, he isn't. Tell me, is there another option other than Hydro One? Yeah. No? Enbridge. No? Enbridge, isn't, Enbridge is an operation of Hydro One, and Enbridge is natural gas. En- Enbridge is owned by Hydro One. Wow. No, en- Enbridge is natural gas. Well, the thing is... What Enbridge is- isn't electricity. 
Oh, really? Enbridge is natural just gas. Natural gas. Yes. They like spiralings and stuff like that. They they just make natural gas. Yeah, like I have oh, a natural shit. gas hookup that I pay Enbridge for. Oh fuck! I Enbridge don't... is an electricity company, so there is no one else other than Hydro One, and yeah. even Collis, Collis and Collingwood oh, yeah. here still runs off Hydro One's yeah, electricity. But... Now, did Kathleen Wynn make it privatized? Hydro One. I'm pretty Was sure it? she sold it. Yeah. Yeah. So. The problem lies is that it used to be public. It used to be a public company, right? And it was, you know, funded by the government, taxpayers, and this and that. And then they sell it so there's no competition. That's wrong. Like you say, it isn't a free market. It isn't, because it there's isn't. no other option. No. Even in our argument about Rogers and Bell, there yeah. was still Rogers and Bell. But we keep we agreed that if there's more competition, it's better. Man, yes. Let's get the more Hydro one. But it was so stupid how that all happened, how the government can like sell something that they had and they had the monopoly on into the free market. That's so wrong. That's so wrong. And the worst part is that, is so that wrong. With, continue amount, with continuous amounts of Canadians trying to use cheaper uh, uh, energy-saving bulbs mm. and trying to uh, shut off the lights before they leave and enter a room and having Earth Day where all the lights go off in all of Canada and you continue to make people pay extreme amounts for that electricity. Yep. And Canadians continue to use less and less electricity every year only for it to be sold to the states on Times of pennies. We, we pay more money in Ontario for electricity than the island of Hawaii does. Do you know what we do for oil? What we do with our oil sale? Give it to them. We have so much regulations on oil that <coughs> back in the day, we were such a rich nation. Britain wanted us so much because of our natural resources. Of course, that's why they came here. And the problem is we're still connected to the monarch. So they basically use us. If we could break away from that and nationalize our oil like we we could have back in the day, but we never did, if we could nationalize it to the point where instead of selling it to America to refine, and you know that's what we do, eh? We can't refine it as much because of the regulations. We sell it to them, and we buy it back from them at a higher rate, which completely screws us, which basically our whole money-making operation is thrown down the window by regulation. See, the problem is that we left the coal industry without anything to replace it, mm. and now she's trying to buy That's coal true. back from the from the states. Coal utility at high at high prices, which isn't right. But that just goes to show Trump's smart. Trump's a dick to Canada, basically, but he's being good for his country. We need somebody like we that. need somebody that's a dick to America and yeah. is good for us. Nobody that's exactly what up, it is. Nobody will stand up to America. Yeah, and it, a lot of it comes back to. There's this conference, I forget what it was, but it was after World War II, and all the major, major countries came together, and they they agreed to make America have the main currency. Do you know this? The no. main currency. So whenever you exchange currency, ever, if you're in Africa, a little African country, going to another African country, every time you make a currency transaction, they have to bring it from this to the American dollar to the to the other country. Now what that does is it gives America a cut on pretty much everything. And they get their dollar is always going to be above everybody else's. And we all agreed to that because America is such a powerful nation. Militarily, you know, uh, land mass, land position. They're so well, powerful. Mass, like they're, they're, what are they, like the, the third or the fourth? Yeah, but where they're located. They have so many different climates and they're just such a powerful nation that we didn't stand up to them. So we don't have strong leaders because we're we're we there. have stood we have stood up to them. 
Unlocked. Don't let me get involved in a War of 1812 co- talk because we're oh, running out of yeah. time. True. But we have stood up to the states when, when Manifest Destiny when they thought they were they were us. Or that, that they owned no, us. No, I'm Sorry. not saying that America's better, man. I don't want to come across like that. Can- America is, is so evil. They're evil. Canada is one of the best countries to live in. Yeah. All I'm saying is America has been evil, but they've done it to a point where they're so strong that we can't actually stand up to them in as much of a way as where we could overthrow them and become bigger than them. I did actually but a Canada military... Canada is way better than America. I did a military research on the comparisons between the States and Canada, and by far it was one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. They have... I think I, I, think I read that they have more than four aircraft carriers. Canada? No, 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 the States. Mm. More than four. Like, I, I'm just going to say more than four because I don't know the exact statistic on oh, that. I feel like there'd be tons. Oh, tons. But Canada has none. Hmm. We retired both of ours. The states have less nukes than Russia, but I think it's more uh, around nine thousand missiles, right? Nine thousand. Canada has no no nukes. During during the Cold War, we, we no had power. nukes. We have no power. We had nukes because the states gave us nukes, because the states wanted us to be prepared in case Russia would hit us first, then hit them. Yeah. So after the Cold War ended, we just gave it all back to them. Because we're not a hostile country. No. We don't need to propose that, and I think one of the main reasons we don't is because the states are like our big brother. And if there was a problem to happen to us, the states would be on our side to help us. At least they, at least they used to be. No, no, they still are in a way. I'm just saying if we actually fucked with them, if we said, screw it, we're, you know what, we're going to refine our oil, we're not going to do this little dance with you where you basically make money off us. We're not going to do it anymore. We're going to nationalize our oil. We're going to make us the big dog. People are going to be buying off of us and refining it in Canada instead of America. I think they'd hate us. Then we may become a Libya or a Iran or an Iraq where America says, oh, you know what? They need freedom. We're going to go over there and give them freedom. Justin Trudeau is... Uh, killing citizens. We're the next Assad. Yes, we're going to go over there and we're going to take him out for the world. And, you know, that's what they might do. They know a lot of propaganda. you got to give they that do. to them. They do. They control a lot of stuff. Like, uh, when Stephen Harper was still Prime Minister, I remember I heard that uh, the states were pumping water out of our Great Lakes on our land. Mm. And I remember that everyone was wondering what he was going to do, what he was going to do. I remember Justin, or not Justin Trudeau, sorry, okay. Stephen Harper oh, yeah. sent tanks to that. No way. And forced them, and this was under the Barack Obama administration. Really? He forced them to stop pumping out of the lakes. I did not know that. Yeah. They, they were pumping water illegally without Canada's permission, and he forced them to stop. And, and they got angry about it, but they walked away. Wow. Which proves that there's gotta be, that there's gotta be something that they're keeping us here for. Which makes me happy. Huh. Because it, it shows that under the Stephen Harper administration, that we were able to stand up to them and tell them that's say, enough. You know what, Harper, man, he's an old, like, stingy guy, but that's pretty badass. And yeah. He's a Leafs fan, too. A hockey fan, he's pretty cool guy, I guess. I, I liked Harper. I remember when... I liked Harper because Harper balanced the books yep. and kept things the same. Tax is low. I, I, I wasn't being charged astronomical no. prices from Hydro One. <laughs> he kept Kathleen Wynne and Dalton McGinty in line. Oh, except for when Dalton McGinty wasted all that taxpayer money. When? Like on the... Before Kathleen Wynne when he got uh, thrown into office. Oh, yeah. And then we put another liberal in oh, right yeah. afterwards. Because they're corrupt. They probably have the voting machines rigged. Well, I'm going to leave uh, the show on one final note. Uh, 
for all Canadians out there, I hope that we can all agree on this one subject, and that's that uh, if our boy Jack Layton was still alive, yep. that we would all still put Jack Layton in office. For sure. Completely agree with that one. Though the NDP made a couple bad decisions, N- nobody was looking at the NDP's platform. Everyone was looking at Jack Layton, yep. and Jack Layton looked like the kind of man that cared about our I'm, country. I'm no NDP at all. I think a lot of their stuff is completely uh, crazier than even liberals. Some of the stuff they want to do, but at the end of the day, Jack Layton would have made shit work. Yeah, he would have made it work. And people like that always end up having problems with themselves and stuff like that. But I, I would never vote for Tom Mulclair, which nope. just shows that, I, that I'm not an NDP person. I was a Jack Layton person. And mm-hmm. I hope that all the other Canadians out there can agree with me that they were also Jack Layton people. Beauty. So you want to ride us out? Yeah, well, that wraps it up on, I'd say, the first podcast of, what's the show called again? There? Jason Braden's podcast. It's a garage cast. There you go, garage cast. And we'll be... Uh, putting it live on iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, the whole nine yards. Have a good one. All right. Till next week, guys.